This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, A People's History. From memes to movements, see how this powerful online community shapes culture and society. Black Twitter, A People's History premieres May 9th, streaming on Hulu. From PR Music, you're connected to All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. I'm with Marissa LaRusso in New York City. Hello. And Hazel Sills, also in New York City. Hi. Hello there. And I am here in Washington, D.C., and I want to kind of give you all a big hug because this is the last show we're going to do together. No! I can't <laughs> think about this, Bob. <laughs> so if the folks don't know, that I... I um, I'm leaving. I'm retiring from NPR. I'm not retiring from life. I'm retiring from from NPR, and uh, this is my next to last show. Robin and I are hatching something, <laughs> so stay tuned for that. But boy, I've loved uh, doing these with you, and I've been doing the show for 23 years. This is insane. 23 years is so amazing. So, uh, the thing I love about doing these things with you both is the things you turn me on to are often things that really. Can, I connect with so well. Yeah, our tastes are in music are all in a similar vein, but also you take me places I, I wouldn't go in, in, in the show. I've, I've, heard, <laughs> I've heard a few of the things where we're going, so. It's a big Venn diagram that overlaps in some places. Yeah. That's how I would describe the three yeah, of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that. So let's see, Katie Kirby. Yeah, I'm bringing you a Katie Kirby song. I... Love her music. Bob, are you familiar with her music? Yeah, yeah. We did, uh, I did a song in 2020 of hers from uh, Cool Dry Place. Uh, oh, I think a song so called Traffic. Good. And wow. I love that record, Cool Dry Place. She just has such a good ear for melody. Like, I feel like I'll listen to a song of hers one time and it'll be just like a little snippet of melody stuck in my head for the whole day. <laughs> and she can be so funny. And then it's like underneath the humor are these very, you know, smart, comments on having really big feelings and i've gotten to see her play live in new york twice this summer which has been really fun and she has played a bunch of new songs which has been really exciting including this one that i brought for you today which is called cubic zirconia (laughs) i had to look that up do you guys know what cubic zirconia is i i I looked it up too so i do know so you know you know (laughs) all i know Is it a diamond? It is. It is similar to a diamond. It's basically a lab-grown gemstone, (gasps) but it's like it's clear and shiny like a diamond. So people use it for like a you know diamond replacement, basically. But it is grown in a lab, which you might say is a very random thing to write a love song about. But when Katie released the song, she said that she was she had written this song when she first fell in love with a woman for the first time, and she was thinking about how nice it is when someone isn't embarrassed about all of the like cosmetic and aesthetic choices that they make about themselves. Mm. And you can say that those kinds of cosmetic things are are fake or they're artificial or whatever, and people might look down on that. But if you love someone, how could you not love all of those little choices that they make to, you know, construct this image of themselves or or the way that they present themselves in the world? And so this song is a celebration of those things that might be, quote unquote, fake, like a lab-grown diamond or whatever. And that's why it's called Cubic Zirconia. So let's listen. Beautiful. Fantastic. Cubic zirconia, baby, no one can tell When they're up against your throat, you know they shine just as well Fresh off the market, but you're nobody's prize Magazine quiz called you apple shape, you look to me like dollar size 
neglect all your signs Precious cargo and all that Cause I'm still craving that unstable sort of shine Shining like cold plastic water bottles held against the light I crush them up in my hands just for fun Precious cargo and all that I'm such a sucker for songs that have punch, but then the dynamics to take you to those quiet moments, too. And Katie does that really well, Katie Kirby. Absolutely. I think that's something I love so much about her songwriting. And it can be so funny and then really (laughs) just, yeah, punch you right in the 
in the heart. Yeah, I love that. Just such a beautiful songwriter. Like, what was that line? A barbed wire of personality or something like that? (laughs) Just what an incredible image to just fit into a song. So this is a single, right? There's not another record that we yet know of, right? Just a single for now. But, you know, I saw her play some new songs this summer, so Mm. I'm hoping that there's more new music on the way. That's fabulous. And uh, you have another Katie for us a little later, right? Yeah. Spoiler alert. (laughs) More Katie's ahead. And oh, just thinking about it, last time she went out on tour, uh, she was out with um, Waxahachie. Oh my gosh, another Katie. Another Katie. Dream, bro. Wow. Katie Kirby, wonderful. Uh, I'm going to take us to uh, Don Eshevskaya. Uh, it's a project of Anna Beckerman. Um, she has a debut album coming in November. The album's called Long is the Tunnel. And she was just out on tour with uh, Black Country New Road. Um, and Lewis Evans uh, from that band um, contributed to the record. He's also playing saxophone on the song I want to play couldn't make heads or tails really of what the lyrics were about and uh and this morning i i wrote to her to see if she could just give me a little clue because i like that and she was on the jersey turnpike going to another final tour stop with uh with the band black country new road i'm gonna have her tell us a little about the song i want to play called somewhere in the middle Somewhere in the Middle is about being kind of caught in the middle of family expectations and um, some of the complexities of family. And I wrote it while I was going through my grandparents' stuff after they died and just thinking about their relationship with my parents and my parents' relationship with me. Um, And a lot of the images are from going through their stuff in that time when I was doing that.
Did you love that as much as me? So good. I love the way that song slows down. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt it coming on, and I was like, oh, I really like where this is going. Yeah, I loved it. Same. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, Donna Shevskaya uh, is her name in the song, Somewhere in the Middle. comes from an album called Long is the Tunnel. Uh, it comes out November 10th. And I can't believe we're talking about November. Oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to hearing more of this because the songwriting's so good. Yeah, sleeping like a fish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. Where are we going, Hazel? We're going to a little-known star. Maybe you've heard of her. Her name is Olivia Rodrigo. Bob, how do you, how do you, you spell a... that? <laughs> O-L-I. Bob, you're an Olivia fan, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and okay. you know, it's not. It's a little more poppy than I normally lean, but yeah. But her words and her approach to the songwriting and the and stuff. There were lots of surprises in the words, and yeah, no, I love her. Yeah, I honestly like was not a huge fan of her last album, her debut album, Sour. But this album, Guts, um, I'm going to play a song called Love is Embarrassing from it, is just so incredible. I feel like this song really showcases her like sense of humor and even like self-loathing. And it just has this really wonderful like new wave, almost like 80s pop sound and... It's just a really incredible song about being in love with someone and doing all the silly, stupid little things that you do when you have, you know, a huge crush on someone and you're like waiting by the phone and you're like following their every word. And then you look back on it and you're like, God, I was so head over heels. (laughs) That's actually kind of embarrassing. Yeah, it's such a fun song. And I just am like really hooked on her now. So And she's not that far away from that those teen years, right? I mean she's Probably just 20, 20, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. But it definitely feels like a transitional song of still having that, like, naive teen feelings, but then, like, moving into the adult world of, you know, dealing with the ups and downs of adult relationships and things like that. But she just approaches it all with such fun. You're like, whatever emotion she feels, I'm I'm along for, for the ride in her songwriting.
Oh, <laughs> I just want to pogo. I just want to like po- literally pogo <laughs> at the end of that song when she's like, her voice gets all high and she's like, I'm like, oh, I'm addicted to it. I love it. Does so anybody good. pogo anymore? I like that. <laughs> I I would be pogoing in the studio right now if I could take my headphones off and still record. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> love is embarrassing. So. It's the truth. So true. <laughs> so true, Olivia. We get it. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to take us somewhere else, but we need to take a break. And uh, I'll come back uh, with Sufjan Stevens. So. They're like vibe. <laughs> yes, totally. They should do something together, though. They should. Oh, my God. <laughs> what oh my would God. that be? <laughs> wow. And you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu with Black Twitter, A People's History from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Directed by Prentice Penny, Black Twitter, A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, A People's History, premieres May 9th, streaming on Hulu. This message comes from NPR sponsor BritBox, streaming acclaimed original series you won't find anywhere else. With powerful performances from Jodie Whittaker, Tamara Lawrence, Bella Ramsey, Matthew McFadden, and more. Streaming at BritBox.com NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands, but because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit com slash NPR and save an additional $200. Jasmine Morris here from the StoryCorps podcast. Our latest season is called My Way. Stories of people who found a rhythm all their own and marched to it throughout their lives. Consequences and other people's opinions be damned. You won't believe the courage and audacity in these stories. Hear them on the StoryCorps podcast from NPR. It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. My next to last show. Oh, my gosh. Stop saying that, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> it's just intense. It's uh, intense. I'm with Marissa LaRusso and Hazel Sills. And I have... Uh, I have something from Sufjan Stevens I want to play. And I was listening to a, a few new songs from Sufjan's uh, new album, which is called Javelin, comes out in October. And simultaneously, I was reading the news and, and learned that he had uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is mm. this autoimmune disorder, and it left him unable to walk. And I was just, I mean, it's so devastating. And I was reading the Washington Post, and it quotes him as saying, last month... I woke up one morning and I couldn't walk. My hands, arms, and legs were numb and tingling and I had no strength, feeling no mobility. And as I read the article further, I f- found hope that he uh, said and, and, and learned that the treatments he was getting will cure him, which was... Amazing. I just, I, I just can't imagine going through that, that emotion of mm-hmm. knowing that you're losing your ability God, to yeah. do such basic things and and uh, anyway I have so much love for him and and uh, and then as I was reading this article the song will anybody ever love me came on which is his new song 
And uh, I, among so many others, want to say yes. <laughs> we, <laughs> we love you, Sufjan. <laughs> exactly. So uh, let's give a listen to uh, Sufjan Stevens' uh, new song, Will Anybody Ever Love Me? Season, pledge 
Another beautiful sonic sonic journey, indeed. Wow. Absolutely beautiful. I will say, I'm now thinking about Olivia Rodrigo and Sufjan Stevens being in conversation. (laughs) (laughs) And Sufjan being like, will anybody love me? And Olivia being like, oh, love's embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like they should work together. They should. I mean, he just like the tearjerkers, man. He just knows how to do it. He's so good at that. And and he played... Every single instrument on that song was him, other than the background Whoa. vocals, which is quite remarkable. And, and just that personal bit about just put me on a raft, send me down. Mm-hmm. Intense. Uh, Javelin is the album that comes out uh, uh, on October 6th. Will Anybody Ever Love Me is this song. Sufjan Stevens. So let's head to KD2. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So earlier I played a song by Katie Kirby, and now I am bringing another Katie. This one is Katie Von Schleicher. Do you know her music, Bob? I feel like you would Absolutely. maybe be a fan. Absolutely, yes. Amazing. I've totally covered her stuff. She's a, a super talented songwriter, and I love her kind of origin story. Um, years ago, she worked as an intern at Bada Bing Records, and then at the end of her internship, the label ended up putting out her record. <laughs> Which very inspiring to me. I was an intern at NPR Music before I got hired for real oh. at NPR Music, so I love an intern success story. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's a really impressive musician. And then, in addition to her own music, she's like played on so many people's records. She works as a producer, an engineer, a mixer. She plays with the band Wilder Maker. She's toured with a bunch of bands, like she's touring with Frankie Cosmos right now, actually. And in her music, I feel like she just can pack a lot of big ideas into a song without sacrificing it being beautiful and fun. Like, her music can still be really delightful even when there's a lot going on in it. And so she has a new record coming out. It is called A Little Touch of Schleicher in the Night. And <laughs> and yes, that is a Harry Nilsson reference. Yeah. 50-year-old Harry Nilsson record. Yeah, she knows her history. Yeah. yeah. Which was um, called just for those who don't know, it was called a, you, a little touch of Schmilson in the night. It was a, it was a kind of a romantic record of cover songs that Harry Nielsen did back in 1973. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the history lesson. Bob. <laughs> um, but this this Katie von Schleicher song is called "Every Step Is an Ocean." I wake up to a sea of long faces. Do you know? If I 
Yeah, lovely. Isn't that great? Beautiful. I love that it's so groovy and the strings make it so cinematic. And I will say the song is kind of like a love song of sorts and is very sweet, but there's a lot of humor on the record too. Like it can be very funny and playful. I think you can kind of hear that in this in Every Step is an Ocean. But yeah, the record is called A Little Touch of Schleicher in the Night and it comes out October 20th on Sipsman Records. That's fabulous. Hey, Marissa, I don't know if you ever, you asked me if we ever covered Katie before, and I just remembered mm-hmm. that we... In 2018 at South by Southwest, um, we did this thing with her. We used to do these things called South by Lullabies, and, and basically mm-hmm. South by is just this noisy, crazy place, and we would find these quiet places often at night. But with Katie, we found this tour bus, uh, and we took her on this tour bus, and she performed a song there. And uh, I'm sure searching her name in South by Southwest or Lullaby or something, you'll find it. And uh, I think you'll love it. Oh, my God. I'm going to look this up after <laughs> after we tape. <laughs> And and uh, and we just have one more. Um, to, I, I don't even know. I, I want to. I wish I was in the room with you because I want to give you all a, a sweet big hug. And I, I hope that you wind up being on this show and continuing turning people on to great music in the future. And this is not the end of you being on all songs considered for sure. Uh, and just take it over. <laughs> that's, that's what I say. Well, you know who our bosses are. Um, But yeah, no, Bob, in all seriousness, um, I consider myself like an NPR music baby um, for (laughs) listeners. I've I've only been here like two years. And there are so many people on the team who have just grown up like listening to your voice on the radio and getting to experience all of your incredible curation, the way you discover artists, the people you bring to the show, the people you've brought to the tiny desk and... I just feel so, so grateful that I got to be a part of All Songs Considered um, in the two years that I've been here. And I know Marissa Marissa has has been here much longer <laughs> oh than God. me, and I feel like can, yeah. yeah. I could talk forever. But, I mean, here's what I'll say, Bob. It's not just that you created Tiny Desk Concerts, although, although you did. <laughs> and it's not just that you created this podcast, which, you know, is like the first— podcast NPR made, you know, this kind of thing didn't exist before you thought to do it. But I mean, for me, the, the legacy that I admire so much that that you have created is just in your love of music and your support for artists and your openness mm-hmm. as a listener. I mean, when I think about the things that are important to you, Bob, in music, it is not like where an artist comes from or what kind of music is trendy or who has mm-hmm. connections to what. Like, I have always gotten the sense that you know, what matters to you is the music. And you have done so much to make a space on the show and at the tiny desk and at NPR Music where like those values are just kind of at the heart of everything. And that is so amazing to me. And also just on a personal note, like Hazel said, there's just so many people to whom your work has meant so much. And I remember in 2017, I was working on the Tiny Desk Contest with you, and we went on tour. We took the tour to 10 cities across the country, which in like a month, it was so crazy. Um, But we were, you know, featuring all these bands that had entered the contest. And I just remember at every single tour stop, watching people, bands and listeners and all sorts of people from stations come up to you and say how much your work had changed their lives. And like, you know, I was already a fan of yours and of NPR before I started working at NPR, but it was just so incredible and it 
to see that, to see all of those people getting to talk to you about how much your work has meant to them. And it was like, you know, that tour was really hard. And it was such a good reminder mm-hmm. to me of like, this is why it was just hard because it was, you know, logistically a lot and we were going all over the country and whatever. It was an amazing experience. But yeah. anyway, just seeing everyone whose lives you had touched reminded me why this work is so important. And and finally, I will wrap myself up here. But uh, <laughs> but your support for me personally has just meant so much, especially when I started at NPR Music. I mean, getting to produce Tiny Desks with you, getting to come on the show, even just like back in the old days, you would stop by my desk and be like, what do you think of this contest entry? Or like, have you heard this record? I feel like you would love this record. Mm-hmm. And just knowing that you cared what I was listening to and what I thought, um, yeah. it just, you know, has meant so much to me and has meant so much to so many people. And oh. I'm so grateful for everything that you've done thank you so much bob boylan it has been a freaking honor it really has bob 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 (laughs) that was beautiful thank you and and i i i care so deeply about the both of you and 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 you all have and one of the reasons i feel like i connect is you have uh this passion for music that i admire and and I, i have that passion and I used to be a teenager who thought that if you didn't like my music you were stupid you what a idiot you were <laughs> and, and one of the things that when I grew up I realized that you know what there's not a right or wrong here Mm-mm. it either hits mm-hmm. you or it doesn't and that's the path that I like to follow and it's if I don't play music it's if you know if it doesn't connect it doesn't connect and there's nothing right or wrong about that so yeah um anyway I hope uh, hope to hear your voices and uh you're going to be hearing from us, whether it's on the radio or awesome. text messages or not. Uh, yes, please do. <laughs> tell me tell me new stuff. Um, and in fact, uh, Hazel, you're going to take us out on someone I've never heard of. Yeah, and if you don't like it, you're stupid. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you idiot. <laughs> idiot, no. The song that we're going to end on is called La Alhambra, um, and it is by the Catalan composer and electronic artist Marina Herlop. She is such a beautiful weirdo. She is a classically trained pianist, um, and she makes this beautiful avant-garde, vocally complicated music where she's like layering her vocals. She almost doesn't sound human in parts. She sounds like a like an extra like an extraterrestrial oh. or like an alien or something. <laughs> um, of course, you know, I'm gonna bring like some some weird witchy woman vocalist on the oh. show. And so um, yeah, it's a really creepy song and if you look at the lyrics like translated because it's in Spanish, um, it's this very weird song about like being in nature among trees who feel fed up with humans. There's too many humans <laughs> in their forest and gods who like water down on us and watch us and so it's a it's a weird one, but uh, she's she's incredible, Marina Harlop. Perfect, thank you, everybody. I love you both, and we'll cross paths. Thanks, Bob, we love you too. Take care, all. From PR Music, how many times have I said this? It's all songs <laughs> considered. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm Jesse Thorne. Why did Cola Scola write a bonkers, extremely fictionalized play about Mary Todd Lincoln? Well, you know, it was 2020 and we were all so isolated. I, I just started doing research, on, but the truth is, I, no, I just thought of it. We'll talk about that and more on Bullseye from MaximumFun.org and NPR. This message comes from Capital One, offering commercial solutions you can bank on. Your business faces specific challenges and unique opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services, custom tailored to your short and long-term goals. Backed by the expertise, strategy, and resources of a top 10 commercial bank, a dedicated team works with you to support your success and help achieve your goals. Explore the possibilities at CapitalOne.com slash commercial.